Hey guys, Mitch here, just with a quick note before this week's new episode of Get Into Gate. Now, earlier this week, we were shocked, saddened by the loss of the great Cliff Simon, who we all came to know and love as Baal from SG1 through a tragic accident earlier in the week. This episode of Get Into Gate was recorded before the news of his passing was made public, so that's why we will not be mentioning it in this podcast, as we weren't aware of it yet. It will definitely be something that we cover in the future. Until then, our condolences to his family and friends and also to the rest of the Stargate community who is mourning a passing far too early for someone we really did love as a fandom and we'll talk about as much in an upcoming episode of Get Into Gate. Right now, enjoy Citizen Joe. To Gate, this is episode 180. We are talking Stargate SG1. The Get Into Gate team is here. My name is Mitch. Joining me, as always, we got Brendan. Hey, mate. First again. Yeah. There we go. And Matty Gibson. Oh, crap. It's not working. Wait. <laughs> oh, Wait, he's take, fine. Two. take two. Take two. Take two. Wait. Ah. We're not going to cut this out. No. That's okay. I'm, I'm okay with that. But seriously, hurry up. <laughs> We're running out of music. It's worth it. It's worth it. It's worth it. We're running out of music. We've come full circle. That's it. And look, that's not all. We're not just a three-man team this week. We've got a returning member. He goes by a lot of names. You know him simply as Daddy. (laughs) Welcome back, (laughs) Jaws. Well, I actually would have preferred police sirens. Whoop, whoop. Daddy, <laughs> Daddy loves the dancehall horn. Daddy loves it. Well, hey, it's almost it's oh, almost a yeah. hundred episodes since you've been Holy here. Just one eighty six, I think, was the your Shit. first one. Wow, Daddy has been busy. <laughs> <laughs> Apologize, gentlemen. Is that a band aid on your finger? <laughs> Okay, do we just submit? Zoom is now like like throwing shade at me after playing a few bits and pieces on my phone. I'm now getting a notification saying set up professional audio in audio settings. Yeah, <laughs> wow, Zoom. Getcha. wow, that hurts. <laughs> How dare? How very dare? You were yeah. in the red. You, you know what? This is why I'm a Skype guy. There, I said it. I said it. <laughs> Mm. You're going to get shut down now, mate. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> the bots are listening. We are here to talk about Citizen Joe, episode 15 of season eight. Yes, yeah, Citizen Joe. We had a little tease about it last week. And I said to Maddie off air, I'm like, is it the Homer? Who is Homer? And it Who is that episode. Man? It's been a long time Ooh. since I've seen this. So let's get into what the synopsis says it's all about. And then we'll throw it over the team and see what we thought. Now, I never thought I'd start off a synopsis with this. At a garage sale, civilian Joe Spencer comes across a small stone. Is this Antiques Roadshow or is this Stargate SG-1? The small stone gives him visions of SG-1 in action. Delighted, he shares the stories with anyone who will listen. But when he inadvertently learns that SG-1 really exists... His excitement turns into obsession. As he slowly alienates everyone around him, Joe resolves to expose the truth about SG-1, no matter the cost. Now, I haven't got uh, written and directed by, but it was our mate. It was Andy Makita from last week we were talking about in uh, Atlantis. He directed last week, right? And he's directed this episode as well for SG1. Yeah, he also directed Full Alert as well. So I'm assuming they were shot Jesus. out of sequence and then this is what they've done. But yeah, um, story by Robert C. Cooper and written Ooh. by Damien Kinlar. I'm glad that I missed that little bit. I was walking mm. around the kitchen. Well, just on the Phantom, it's just got written by Cooper. Oh, oh does it? And I, I realised what the I'm RC stands for, and Robert in, instead of Robert C, it's Retcon Cooper. <laughs> oh, Cooper, but that's probably better. Wow, that's a better. We one. might see in the future, I guess. It's not up to me. I mean, if it happened, to yeah, no again, spoilers, no spoilers for anyone who hasn't. Uh... <laughs> he wears a lot of band aids. We know this. <laughs> 
Um, look, can I put it out early? Charlene, oh, sure. All oh, right. Joe's, Joe's wife, Charlene, can get fucked. <laughs> right, cool. What a dirty mole. Ooh. Like, honestly, Ooh, like, yeah. I don't want to put any words into the married guy's mouths, like, in the room right now, but we're, like, eight seconds into that first scene of them at the garage sale, if I was in that marriage, I'd already be looking for the eject button, like, eight seconds in. Like, if that's what married life is, Bachelor Forever. I actually was waiting when she's like, oh, my God, they've got those old tea tin cans. I'm like, oh, mm. Jesus. It sounds like they've <laughs> raced to get there. and then We should have got there buying... earlier when all the good specials were here. Oh, look, in fairness, if, yeah, you've seven ever, in the morning. if you've ever been to a flea market, you know 7 o'clock is way too late to get any good stuff. Mate, they're in Indiana. Side, like... Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Over there might be might be different rules. Nah, but she was like, oh, look at this. Oh, look at this. Can you go and find a lamp that'll look good in the sunroom or mm. some shit? Go and he, start over there. Yeah, and he goes over and he picks up a comic book and then he picks, starts to pick up you know other little trinkets and i was waiting for her to come over and go oh darling we don't know you need any of this junk yeah I'm like you're looking wrong yeah you're yeah. i'm sorry yeah all this shit i'm here to get <laughs> you're doing it wrong from the, oh i was waiting yeah. for it and then Thank later God in the episode didn't. later in the episode she's there whinging at him about oh the bills are piling up blah 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 as she's in her fucking brunch coat does the bitch work i don't think so <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, what's shit. she doing is come she and sweep the Floor. Yeah, come and take the job of the kid who went off to the Piggly Wiggly and sweep yeah. the floor and, and help out with the family business. And just sitting at home sipping your tea out of those cans in your brunch coat, you lazy bitch. <laughs> getting, the, getting the six-year-old kid to mow the lawn and lose a toe. So low pitch is yeah. back. Yeah. <laughs> and we brought it up last week, all right? We said that, you know, it started off, Maddie was the feminist of the show. Yeah. Neck minute. Here we go. Get a are. job, you bitch. And I'm all about <laughs> yeah. Inequality, mate, and she was getting a free ride. You were punching your hand while you said equality, then, too. That was that's come all about the equality. All about it. Equality. Yeah, and this is what I'm proud of about this podcast. <laughs> yeah, you've come along, really yeah. And so, yeah, just, really have. And you know what? It wasn't until this rewatch that I realized what a bitch Charlene was. Like, up until this point, she'd gotten a free ride, you know. I was oh, too busy look, enjoying actually, the episode. I thought, you know, at the end, she's like. Uh, I, before he found out she'd thrown away the stone, she's like, I think we're, you know, we're kind of done. I think you need to, to stop this because this shit's getting serious. You know, you're alienating other people. We're struggling. We might have to go stay somewhere and all this other shit. Okay, that kind of the next thing. But like, she was done. And then he sort of started to say something more about the stories. And she's like, maybe there's a different way you can do it. I'm like, see, she's she keeps giving mm. you a chance, mate. And you just keep like, you know, you know what you need. I need to tell you more stories and show you how much more money I've spent on it and how early I've closed. I'm like, he's just digging himself hole after hole after hole. And she was for the longest time giving him plenty of chances to stop being a dick. Nah. And I get, we feel sorry for yeah, him because no. we kind of understand, but at the same time, even up until that moment, right at the end and not to get straight to the end of the episode, I don't even know that that would have even fixed anything. Like, as far as she knows, she's he's hired this guy to come and go, yeah, all the alien stuff, because I'm a government official, I would mm. definitely come and tell you everything is true. And your husband, you should take him back and give him another chance. Even though you guys have been separated for, what, three years by this point? The house was sold a year ago. You have maybe not seen each other in 12 months. Like, mm. there's a lot of there's a lot of skipping time. Like, it, yeah. it, I feel like she's moved on. She was dressing better by that end scene. Yeah, yeah she, she was dressing job and support getting... herself for a change she was wearing a flano in the time she met him in the park the first time when she come back she was looking fine you know I mean, I was that, still... like she was getting dick she was getting i'm such a petty f like when she's like joe i we need a divorce i've been like fine i've been enjoying myself and then when jack sits down and is like it's all true i would have jumped up like it was the super bowl and done a touchdown dance going i've told you bitch <laughs> i told you so i told you so I, I i told you so i told you so i told you so i, I, I told you so that would have been me that right. would have been me okay we've we've Holy never shit. we've never yeah. made a gift before but that's that's the first one that's gonna be the first i was about one. to say that's the only oh, thing i ever want to see <laughs> from I, I made a gift so. remember I'm, wow. I, made a, I made a gift of brendan closing the door on badana's face oh uh, yeah that's yeah, right that yeah, yeah so that was yeah. the first one <laughs> i want that to be after i press my snooze on my alarm like you better get up here <laughs> five minutes so. and then like so. sleep through it and then i told 
So what? Told you so. When you plug your laptop, you so. when you plug your iPhone in to be charged. I'm running out of battery. So. Told... Oh. <laughs> so yeah. Um... That's why we're not married. <laughs> yeah. 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 Maybe I'm just forever alone because I I could not accomplish. Like if yeah, if but... going to garage sales at seven in the morning and looking for tea tins uh, is marriage. I'm out. It I is. Know. It is. So and Lance, you look at it. When he was married, he was cutting hair, sweeping floors, and married to this chick in a dressing gown. Mm. And then when he got to, when he got separated, he was in an Air Force bunker looking at the Stargate, meeting General Jack O'Neill, and mm. then runs into Samantha Carter. Holy Hannah! Yeah, I mean, yeah. obviously there was that dark period about where Pete Shanahan. Was, where he was on the on the couch in a wife beater with like a frozen meal on his stomach and stuff. So th- there was, was some dark awesome. time, but for me that's yeah. just a weekend. That's just a week. That could have just been the yeah. one day. I mean, I look like that on the weekends. Yeah. So if, you know, if know. I got a stone like him and like you put it to your head and all of a sudden it takes you away, like you don't have to take any drugs, you don't have to do anything to have a trip. You just put it. Th- mm. That is how I would look twenty four hours a day. I would just have yeah. food all over me. Like it would be. <laughs> yeah. Be like those. Is underground in the in inception where they're just plugged in permanently because the dream yeah. world's just so much better be than me. real. Yeah, my that fingers would, would permanently yeah. stained orange from twisties and Doritos. Yeah. <laughs> like it just yeah. Be I like mean, how like how like chain smokers get yellow teeth and yellow fingers. My fingers would be orange from like you know so, cheese and bacon balls. Like, and my belly button from eating them out of my stomach as well. <laughs> just off my, mm. <laughs> No, I use I use my belly button as a yogurt bowl. So <laughs> that's money shot. Delicious. That's another, that's another Scrubs reference. <laughs> that's an OnlyFans that's, right there, that's... just like just dipping it. <laughs> <laughs> you have to do that now. Yeah, it's gonna you be a Patreon the... exclusive <laughs> stream. You guys want the button cam? Oh yeah, it's gonna be an extra tier. I know you do. The yogurt tier. <laughs> <laughs> Maddie streams yogurt off his chest. Uh, you will watch it because you paid for it. Uh, <laughs> I dare say that this is uh, not what they intended us to talk about when they wrote and directed this episode. But well, prob- um, probably not. Yeah, probably not. So what was because I actually had to pause it and I was putting the the kids to bed. Um, Right, is, is that a youth? No, yeah, is, that, is that anything like like getting a couple of tweets off? Is that uh, yeah. <laughs> unfortunately what talking exactly what I was doing? But yeah. I paused uh-huh. at the moment that he rolled up to O'Neill's place, uh, at the end of the episode where we finally caught up to the beginning. And and I was thinking, obviously, I've seen this episode, but not for like you know 10 15 years. And I was thinking before I come back to rewind to watch the end of it, oh, that's right, it just kind of ends like nothing really happens he's sort of you know hey i've been having these things they have a weird conversation and then he tells the wife that it was true i remembered that much i actually forgot that he like obviously he would have went to the base but i forgot that he was there for so long and that he had conversations with literally everyone in the team and oh how how much is he living every single stargate fans like life there yeah He'll walks in and he gives him like the yeah. forearm grab. Shell kick Nemron. Yeah. Who doesn't so want to do good. that to Chris so the Judge? Good. At like, least he said that and it wasn't just um Cree. Because then Teal could have like just backed off like yeah. you, yeah. don't you say yeah. that? Like yeah, racist, show up. <laughs> you racist yeah. prick. Um <laughs> but yeah, it it it's it's a it's a fun episode. I, I was trying to think of one to compare it to from a couple of seasons back, and I just can't quite think of the name. But it's a it's a fun episode, and it's one that if you would have told me back in season two, Citizen Joe, I probably would have remembered which one you were talking about. Mm. Same as last week. I'm like, I remember that, and it's Dan Castanella, it's Homer, it yeah. sort of brings it full circle. It's a bit meta in the way they bring up stuff, which we'll touch on later, I'm sure. But it. It, it's yeah. sort of a, at the same time, it's a nothing episode. I it's agree. Like, uh, I, it's I almost like a like bottleneck episode. Yeah. After all of that, he should have at least had a purpose or a, all of the things that he learned should have come in handy for SG1's sake, kind of like in the other guys. Maybe that's what you're referring to, where you got Felger and Coombs who are bumbling their way through. They love SG1, they're fanboys, and then eventually inadvertently save the day. Mm-hmm. That would have been yeah, a nice I guess because kind of yeah, yeah. at the end of the day, this is still a clip show. They probably weren't trying to look to give it any kind of mm. 
So, you know, they were just looking for some funny stuff in yeah. between. It is the best clip show. I was about to say that. It's out of all the seasons, this is the bit like you put Homer Simpson in and suddenly the clip shows become interesting and I don't <laughs> skip past them. Like, it's, yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's the best clip they show. They used them like they didn't overuse them is what I'm trying to say. Mm. Usually in, in previous seasons, they would play like five minute clip and you're like, really? Yeah, well, I guess mostly with clip shows, they write the episode around the clips as opposed to this, where they seem to pick the clips around the written episode in a mm. way. Like, and, obviously, and- there would have been a much more symbiotic sort of way of writing. But uh, yeah, I, I almost like, until you said it, I hadn't even thought of this being a clip show. Mm. Because and the way so driven they're, they're so far gone now that like they're quite happy to poke fun at themselves. Oh my God. Like they yeah. You yeah. Know, make fun of the light, the Sentinel, Seth. <laughs> Yeah, have pay out all the, you know, they pay out all those. They <laughs> reference like, oh, I'm, and when Joe's like, yeah, they're telling like, he's like, I'm sure we'll we'll hear about the furlings eventually. <laughs> yeah, that's good. <laughs> Why'd you like send that? them? Sounds set? like that was not one of your best. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that yeah. sounds like Ewoks. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I did enjoy that fact entirely. Yeah, from the fans' point of view, he's in the entire time he took the p- fans' perspective. And that's, yeah. If you're going to do it, that's what you should do. You know what I found was the most shady thing, though, was the fact that, like, we basically, like, we didn't see any season one flashbacks except for Serpent's Venom, Serpent's Brass, whatever it's called, um, because obviously that's that, like, Daniel didn't and Jack didn't get to stone until there, but for the grace of God, like that's where they where, where they, yeah, get stone right. Mm. So I liked all that. Um, but the fact that we saw basically, um, a catch up of the entire series up to this point, not a single Jonas clip, yeah, not a single <laughs> one <laughs> reference, one nasty reference where Joe's like, oh, you know, that Jonas guy was okay, but you know, you're back where you belong, Daniel, yeah, but not a single Jonas clip, it's pretty brutal because for. Like, Oh, we have spoken about it. We've already seen the last of Jonas, haven't we? He's done. Yeah. He's yeah. Never, this, yeah. this was the last reference. That wow. turns out Parker Lewis can lose. <laughs> <laughs> and he did. <laughs> he did. <laughs> so much. He's lost so hard. Uh, Ouch. But yeah. he's on. Um, I did it. I went there. He's on that website now. <laughs> yeah, he is. I've got it up on my other screen. <laughs> Cameo. Camelto, yeah. Camelto. <laughs> so yeah, I thought that was a bit that was a bit rough. You but know, I'm, I'm wondering annoyed. if maybe they would have had to have paid him. Like if they had shown a clip of a show that had him in it, I'm mm-hmm. wondering if they might have had to have thrown him like a royalties check and Rob Cooper yeah, was too cheap for it, maybe. Well absolutely. Because on um yeah, on the wiki it said that Cooper wrote this, so I, I have a few notes. <laughs> oh, I have notes no. if Cooper started number one. He called Joe and Paul, did. and every single every single flashback episode was one of his episodes. Did well, no, but the all the episodes that they dissed, that being Holiday, The Light, The Sentinel, Seth, and Hathor, yeah, were not written by Robert C. Cooper. <laughs> but where he gets the stone there, but for the grace of God, oh, that was a Cooper episode. Oh, that was a episode. <laughs> How convenient! Remember that? Yeah, lucky I wrote yeah. that because now that exists. So he's taught, he's ripped apart Tor Alexander Valenza, who wrote Holiday, The Light, James Phillips, Sentinel, Ron Wilkerson. But let me just remind you of some shit episodes that Cooper wrote. Oh, anything with the replicators in it? Oh, sorry, guys. <laughs> <what I'm gonna laughs> well, they're the standard ones. These are the really yeah. bad ones. Season one, First Commandment. You remember when? Oof. Oh, right. I still don't know how we got a job out of that, honestly. No, it's Carter's yeah. um, Jonas fiance. And for yeah. all the shit we give Emancipation, First Commandment was our worst collective episode of season one of the podcast, yes. I think. Yeah. Yeah. And still could be of all yes. 10 seasons. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Let the show finish first and then, <laughs> yeah. then make a decision. <laughs> no, then we'll decide. Yeah. Singularity. So he introduced oh, Cassandra. Cassandra. Oh. Yeah. Vomit. Yeah. Uh, the next one, the line of duty. In the line of duty, Jolinor of Malkshaw's first appearance. That's oh, right. Yeah, with the uh, oh, created Jolinor. That's right. Even just hearing that name made me four percent more disabled. This <laughs> <laughs> is the worst. And uh, my legs are f- Jolinor, <laughs> 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 oh, oh, man. Oh, <laughs> I'm standing here saying, Oh no, I can't. Sorry. I'm sitting here saying <laughs> 
Oh, and I'm not taking it back. Oh, oh, don't shit. you dare. Don't you dare take it back. <laughs> and two other ones that were shit. Bane, which is the space bugs. Oh, yep. And Watergate, the Russia one. Mm. Oh, and that that's, just the, that's just the first four that I found on his IMDb profile. Yeah. Except wow. the only good thing is, uh, didn't, that, didn't that one have... Uh, Tits McGee. Yeah, <laughs> Marina Deanna Sirtis. Troy, Marina yeah. Sirtis. Thank you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mine, of of yeah, all yeah. those episodes you just listed, I would say Watergate is probably the the turd that floats to the top of the tank. Oh, this um, just out of all those episodes. See, I don't mind in the line of while it brought in Jolna, who they come to rely on very poorly afterwards. I actually didn't mind in the line of Judy, as far as a uh, we've got a we've got a, a Gould on earth and we find out later that it's not actually a guild and then we had a you know a guild bounty hunter or an assassin chase nah, they... like, I, I like all that galaxy building sort of stuff but um they yeah, lost they me should have just... the um the tattoo inconsistency that's where they lost me on that episode i'd healed yeah. the tattoos yeah oh that's right yeah 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 not about it not about it but um yeah i just found it odd that the it's they say, oh, the stones are a set. Like, I found that whole explanation clunky about why does he see what he sees? Like, oh. the stones itself. One was on P3X, whatever, whatever. On Two, three, Dev, three. For the Grace of God. Oh, here mm. we go. Look out. He's written it down. Only because I watched it like an, I only watched it like an hour ago. So, yeah. Debit for the and Grace it, of God. And I, had the, and I had the subtitles on. So, <laughs> but, and then the other one was found in Egypt, in Giza. Mm. So, why are they a set? Is, that just seems so. It's so it can set up later storylines. <laughs> and yeah, it is amazing. Classic Cooper. I totally yeah, forgot. Really. Like it's such a throwaway thing, and you never really get a good close-up look at the stone. And they become such a pivotal thing mm. in like next season of SG One, and yeah. then all the way through the universe. And it was just such a throwaway thing here. Yeah, uh, I always sort of forget about that. This is the I start think... of it. Because I, I always thought, oh, is it thing... was it one of those stones or was it the Asgard? No, it was yeah, it's the ancient yeah, technology. Those... Yeah. 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 And yeah. Um... communication stones. Yeah. And, and they I... changed their rules with it. Sorry, yeah. I didn't mean to yeah. cut that off there, no, but right. yeah, it's just you're with right. the touch of that like he's got to touch it, but O'Neill can just be in the room below it, like to, to... Yeah, yeah, like yeah, right. and then later on they like, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Just don't yeah, if you're gonna have, build a physical universe, don't change the physical laws within that universe, mm. goddammit. And I think the one step too far for a lot of fans i think because i think this is a love it or hate it kind of episode because i think the one step too far is that oh jack's been seeing joe's life yeah. for the last seven yeah. years i oh, see i kind of yeah i, I kind of laugh by then because what he's like you said the whole way they're just paying out uh old episodes that weren't so great and all that and then you get to the end and it was like they wanted to write this episode and they just they weren't quite sure what they were gonna they wrote 95 percent of the script and they're like I will get there eventually. And they just, you know, second draft, third draft, fifth draft, whatever. And then the end, they're like, what do we literally, how do we, hang on, how do we explain that he's been able to see all this? Cause that's what we want to do in this episode. It's been so much fun. And we get Castella to come along and plot. Well, how do we explain that Jack's never done that? Well, what if he has? What do you mean if he has? Well, he has, but he's just never said anything because he's Jack. The more you think about it, the more problems you have. Like you could have, oh, seen, of course, it you is. could yeah. have explained it away and say, "Well, because Jack wasn't touching the stone all the time, it was it was a one way feat. He'd activated it when he first picked yeah. it up, but ever since then, nothing. Because yeah. to me, the the big problem with that, when you really think about it, is when Joe breaks into Jack's house, Jack doesn't recognize him, but he's mm. been seeing Joe for the last yeah. seven years. Yeah, yeah. Now yeah. you could well, say, there's that one line where he goes, "Have we met?" Yeah. But and it's like you could say, yeah, oh, maybe, maybe Jack had never like gotten a good look at Joe's face in all those seven years, except the fact that he's a barber who stares at a mirror all day long. Cooper, yeah, you, dumb. Bam. you gave him the one job that he shouldn't <laughs> have the staring <laughs> at a mirror all day. <laughs> they literally cut to a shot where Joe's cutting his own nose hairs. In a mirror. <laughs> Robert should have made him blind. Right should have made him blind. There you go. But you know, so that whole quantum mirror planet versus Egypt thing wasn't the most unrealistic thing in this episode for me. Mm. For me, it was when he told his son a bedtime story and he went straight to sleep. Oh, 
fucking ludicrous. And, and complimented. Like, said, that was a great writing. story, Dad. Turned over and fell asleep. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that, never had where, children. <laughs> the guy that um, Joe's about to leave for work, and then the the wife says, "Oh, sweetie, um, yeah, that lawn's gonna need to be mowed. It looks like a jungle out there." And he just keeps casually walking. And I'm like, "Geez, he's rude." And the kid goes, "All right, I'll do it after school." And I'm like, yeah. "You you get your fucking eight year old to mow your lawn, and Joe's just walking around, and go, hmm, this is a nice cup of coffee." Yeah. I'm going to go I mean, and cut yeah. three people's hair this week. Like, that, that, that's his job. Like, the most realistic part is when they ask the kid to do his chores and he goes, what the fuck are we, Amish? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then the mother, Charlene, who like wants me to hate her even more, goes, he's just so precocious. Fuck you, Charlene. <laughs> Calling your kid precocious. Boy. What is this, a fucking Alanis yeah. Morissette song? <laughs> oh... Isn't Damn, it precocious? I, like <laughs> I love a yeah, lot of set. No. And I wish I could remember what comedian it was because I've I've always remembered the line. And he said something about how women, men can't go back sexually, and women don't go back financially. So the fact that she was wearing such better clothes at the end, mm. and she shacked yeah. up probably fucking a manager at work. Let's be honest, she ain't no, going yeah. back to Joe. She, another sugar daddy. She was. And the Piggly Wiggly kid. Hundred percent. He got a manager wage, so yeah. she was like, "Boom." We got a name tag out. and shit. What is He's the Piggly falling. Wiggly? It's That's a supermarket. Uh, is, is, is it, is it, it a pig in, and whistle? Um, when it, remember Winner Day with Tad Hamilton? Don't the girls work at a Piggly Wiggly? I, I thought it was like the Pig is and it? Whistle. No, it's like a like a supermarket chain, like a grocery store. Oh, is it like um? Is it like no, the Edamoga pub? Not like the Edamoga pub. No. <laughs> That's an even more obscure reference than the Piggly Wiggly. Nothing's like the Edamoga like, pub. Is it like yeah. Dunkaroos? No. Oh, <laughs> except for it. the only the only thing that's the only thing that's like the Edamoga pub is is any Footrot Flats comic. That's <laughs> yeah, and Michael Jackson because they're both dead. <laughs> <laughs> the reason I brought up the whole kid story thing is because I was trying to tell my son Jack a bedtime story. And he get, he's a bit restless. This is going to be good. And he goes, Dad, I want a scary bedtime story. So I'm like, all right. So I decided to tell him the Game of Thrones pilot. <laughs> like minus so the incest, incestual insight and oh, so cutting gratuitous stuff. Yeah. Oh. But, well, I was, yeah. And then For the me, it was like. Slap the prince. How yeah, old well, is he? I got, he was seven when I told him. Old enough. Old enough. Old enough yeah. to know. Not to old enough to know what you know, Do you know what bedtime yeah. stories my dad used to tell me when I was about that age? Is I still he used to um, come in, he'd lie in bed and he'd read, he'd read me Noddy. You remember Noddy? Remember Noddy and Biggie? Yeah, yeah. I remember. Except Noddy. it'd be Biggie is your fat. What are you doing? <laughs> blah, blah, blah. <laughs> you, Noddy, you pointy headed. <laughs> and my mum and my sisters would like stand at the door and listen to dad telling me this story as a seven year old going, so get in your sweet. little. In car and off. Your dad sounds like a sick. Yeah, I do that. <laughs> I do that too. Put in, Daddy, can we do the naughty words in the book tonight? <laughs> no, we can, son. Daddy's had some yeah. Johnny Walker. Mummy's at work, and I've just had a Johnny Walker. So, yeah. of course, we can. So, anyway, it, during this story, I got to the point where Bran is climbing the tower, and he sees Jamie Lannister and his sister. And then I say, and then Bran was, uh, Jamie Lannister was so angry that Bran was spying on him. So he pushed him off the window and he fell like 12 stories and he was stuck in a wheelchair for the rest of his life. And Jack goes, wait, he landed on a wheelchair? (laughs) 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 Why could you imagine that? <laughs> they can't get him out perfectly. Please, someone help me out of this wheelchair. I just like the idea that he, like, man, you, you told him that, and then he sat on that for like two days. And he comes back, yeah. he's like, Dad, hang on. <sighs> there was just there was a wheelchair right where he fell. So he was- <laughs> and I pictured it as like, what? He was so he fell so hard into that wheelchair, his hands are through the spokes and shit. They just couldn't get him out. He's, he's just stuck in that wheelchair. Like Stephen Hawking the rest of his life. Help me! Oh, f- yeah, here's some food or some shit. That is great. That's brilliant. And the ho- and and the real horror is the disability benefits that Brand had to go on after. <laughs> 
And then he had to sign up to Centrelink. <laughs> NDIS. <laughs> it was kind of funny how much this episode reminded me of being a Stargate fan. I think that's the angle they're aiming at, especially mm-hmm. when everyone's like, uh, not everyone wants to hear about Jack O'Neill and SG-1. Every time they come in for a haircut, I'm like, yeah, they do. Yeah, they do. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I would get rid like, of those customers. <laughs> like this, this is more 100th episode than the 100th episode for me. Yeah. Like it wasn't yeah. until we went back and rewatched the 100th, I was like, oh, it's not as wacky and crazy as I remember. Because obviously they do this and then in two years time they do 200, oh, which yeah. is just like on acid mm-hmm. compared to, you know, this or um, Wormhole Extreme. Yeah, that's I just what, that's I love one of my question. favorites. And I, I just loved how they put Wormhole Extreme in this as well. That, yeah. Like, yeah. Dad, yeah. Look at this. No such thing as really ri- original touch. thought. I was like, oh. And then he's trying to sue him, but that didn't go past the pilot. <laughs> And then, and then, given that we're about to go into probably some of the heaviest Stargate there is, with the Reckoning two-parter, the the full like the extra length episode of Threads, and then in sort of into Mobius is a little bit more fun, but it's like we're about mm. to head into like two and a half episode, or like well, it's probably three and a half episodes if you count the the extra length Threads of heavy like just everything from the last eight years like coming to a head i think it was yeah. a really good idea a to have a little clip show but hey b have like a fun one like if you compare yeah. this to like inauguration and politics yeah. and stuff like that they're not fun clip shows this is a fun clip show i think also like yeah, for agree. me season seven was like a combination of the ancient storyline and getting to atlantis and then and then the next kind of stage in season eight was almost for me i was like overwhelmed with how much shit you get thrown at you i'm like hang on stop because i can't (laughs) it's just like every thread is coming together which is kind Mm. of ironic it's called threads Mm. but it's amazing how yeah i just felt overwhelmed and like too much it was like almost too much for me in my first watch just kind of lead up to the season eight finale so it's a good little breather just have a bit of fun before you sort of hit the heavy stuff yeah and i did like the little touch too um we're introduced very sort of peripherally when um, when Jack is on the phone to Carter at the start, he talks about meeting a CIA agent Johnson. Um, yeah. Sort of set up here, which then gets a payoff in um, in Reckoning and Threads. So, I was waiting for a diehard reference. He goes, oh, some kind of agent Johnson? No, the other one. Like just, <laughs> just a little bit there would have been great. Yeah, that would have been good actually. Would have been classic Jack. Yeah. <laughs> I liked I like the classic Jack stuff that they actually threw into this. Like Brennan said, this is it it reminds you of what it is to be a fan of the show. And he very much is a fan of the show, but in world. And just just the little things like I even liked when he first described the Jafar that he's he calls them the Jaffa because that's what O'Neill calls them. Even yeah. though he is he's yeah. he's watching these stories happen. I mean, it, at the end, <laughs> yeah, like at the end, I guess he said, oh, well, I only had access to those stories when you were writing them. So I was kind of seeing you replay it in your mind, I guess, is how we're supposed to maybe understand it by the end of the episode. But yeah. at least all the way through, we're, we're believing that he's watching it as it's happening or at least well, catching up sort of thing. That's that- a, in that last scene, second last scene where he meets up with his wife after a year of being separated. And he's like, they're in Antarctica. like uh, Anubis is above us right now and I'm like that doesn't make sense no it doesn't yeah oh with the start yeah 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 Yeah. Yeah. same as if you realise too like when they flash back to when Daniel in his really bad wig and Jack Jack picks up the stone that's after all the stuff from Apophis um, Serpent's Venom has happened but like so it's like when Joe first picked up the stone and saw Serpent's Venom, it wasn't happening then. He was mm. like, he was getting it from what yeah. later good on. Catch. It is weird, isn't it? It's so weird how, it like it'd be different if that those reveals happened in two weeks. You could be like, oh God, this, didn't these writers even talk to each other? And yet this mm. is all in the one episode that yeah. it just, and it's then, not even the, the ending contradicts the start. Like the start is contradicted by the middle and then the end contradicts something from a third of the way through the episode that just none of it really. 
I love yeah. this episode. I watched it two hours ago and I'm like, ah, this yeah. is fun. This is fun. It's not great, but it's fun to watch. And yet I'm sitting here going, yeah, none of it makes any sense. <laughs> well, and and oh, the, right. fact like- that, the fact that like Joe names the stories, the episode titles, like yeah, yeah, Jack, yeah. that, like <laughs> just that weird fourth wall breaking thing like that. And the fact that like they reference Hathor, but it's like, well, Hathor was pre the end of season one. So how, how did Joe know to write Hathor? Because Jack hadn't activated the stone when Hathor happened. Yeah, right. Yeah. So little, little things like that. I forgot but, that was season one. But yeah. it's so fun. You just, you let it go. You let it slide. You're like, it's, yeah. it's, they're making fun of themselves. So it's fine. Yeah. Because I hadn't seen the episode in years. So all of a sudden, like, in comes like Homer and he's holding the gun. I'm like, don't, wait, wouldn't you have a code word? Wouldn't you have a code word for someone holding a gun at you? Not just, oh, I got to go. <laughs> yeah and then like later on when he goes oh he knew it was a fake and this one's not and i was like oh okay yeah okay he knew it i'm, I'm not as incredulous now like as i was before it's how oh, incredulous Ooh, somebody's got their five dollar words you know yeah. get your nose out of the dictionary there someone's Grant. got a word a day calendar <laughs> i know it's, t- it's toilet paper i bought this toilet paper <laughs> yeah that's a good idea i'm sure yeah. they have that um they speaking do. of um dictionary speaking of homer paper. This is something that actually I'd missed. Like back when I first watched this episode back in the day, it was something actually that Craig had to point out to me. Did everyone else hear when Joe uses the Homer voice in the show? No. no. Okay. It's, and I apologize to anyone because once you hear it, you can't unhear it. But when Joe rubbling just through the garbage finds the stone and is crying over daniel dying yeah he goes oh, into his no. he goes into <laughs> his oh home damn because i love that part just it's let me, me too. hang on before you tra- before i ruin before it you play it yeah just remember it in your mind just yeah. remember yeah, yeah, yeah. Like... hang on because i was crying and masturbating at that time <laughs> daniel, and, my friend, which i do every time i watch you know what's hey. going through my head yeah <laughs> So I'm, I'm about to ruin it for everybody, so I apologize. But it's something that once you hear it, you can't unhear it. Okay. No! Happy gone. Yep. Oh, shit. It's over. Daniel's dead. <laughs> Oh, I, I apologize. Good. Oh. I apologize to everybody. I've now ruined the episode, but blame Craig. Craig was the one that pointed it out to me That's all right, decades ago. Um, Q Craig. <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> yeah, that's the best. Apart from the shell kick named Ron, that's the best part of the episode. <laughs> Yeah. for me he's rummaging he's, oh. through the garbage and then finds out daniel's dead yeah he's like at the lowest point tears. of his life it's like perfect how everyone felt when daniel died yeah, yeah. yeah. they wanted to go on rolling garbage out the front and cry <laughs> like, like i said i wasn't joking when i was saying i was crying and masturbating it's because whenever i see daniel's death whenever i think yeah. about it that's what it, they're the two things that occur well, i mean crying. tears are nature's lube so you don't want to put that to waste exactly so. right exactly right also, when he called uh, Teal Cow on, didn't your skin used to be more golden? I was yeah. like, yes, yeah. yes. So and didn't you used to wear way more makeup, like way more, like <laughs> like we, like you know, a, a cat eye wingtip, yeah. like mm. cat von D's, like bitch, what are you wearing? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That cracked me up. That as because I noticed that watching it in the first run, I was and Teal's like, and... like where he just like half opens his mouth uh, and then he's cut <laughs> off, and it's like, you thank God. Classic. That's like the Maggie Simpson. Yeah. Like she always goes to speak and then they cut her off. Yeah. yeah. Even the Daniel it was almost like it was too meta when he's like, Daniel, uh, I, 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 I mean, I understand that, you know, Jonas is great and, and you went off and you're becoming an ascended being. It was almost like saying, Michael, Michael, I understand you wanted to go off and be a theater actor, but we as fans, <laughs> we as fans yeah, will not accept you unless you're on this show. So you yeah. must stay here forever. Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm an actor. <laughs> Jonas was a nice guy, but you you know, you're you're family. This is where you belong. <laughs> Jonas wasn't family. And-
that never guy. speak of him again. And they never did. <laughs> I just thought did. it was such a great moment for this show that I know that O'Neill has spoken about it, but I don't think anyone else has really spoken about O'Neill's obsession and love of the Simpsons to him. Maybe Carter said, oh, he likes the Simpsons or something. It was that. But the fact that the guy who provides the voice to Homer in convincing O'Neill that he knows everything about him goes, you have a big thing for the Simpsons. Like that was, yeah. that was his way of, I'm like, this is like, it's too, there's too many layers. To this it's too <laughs> yeah. much. I love yeah. it. I love and it. Then- I love it. And then at the end, when, when there's the cut to scene where he's getting the test and it's like, I understand you burns as good. And he's yeah. like, Thank you. Like at that point, he didn't care for the bloke. He's like, get out of my head. You you know a lot of stuff. You're crazy. But that was the moment that Joe won O'Neill over by agreeing to that. And I love mm. that about O'Neill that he yeah. cares so little about anything that this bloke agreeing with him and his weird sort of relatability <laughs> between the Gould and Burns was like, oh, you're actually not that bad of a guy. You're fine. Yeah, he's willing to break like top secret clearance level shit and tell his and tell his wife stuff like oh yeah it's all true so yeah. he, i didn't see him yeah. with an nda in his hand when he walked up and said that like that's <laughs> mm. just like just tell anyone i'd love yeah. to know yeah. the backstory in terms of i might even look it up now see like what the overlap was of like between this episode and then when richard anderson did an episode of the simpsons i almost wonder if that was like part of the deal yeah he was like well you give us homer yeah. and we'll give you him and blah, blah, blah. which obviously you know would have been a a dream come true for RDA. I feel like it was a little bit later uh, when he left the series. And we, mm. and, his, and his guest star on The Simpsons was shit anyway because they just referenced MacGyver and not one Stargate mention. Like it was at the time I was just no, I think he's been on twice because they there was one where uh, they're at a Stargate convention. Oh, that's right. And, and the like, first one quick, is the one where he gets, he's getting away. Um, he's going through the Stargate, oh, and they're all trying oh. to chase him. Gets, Captured by Patty and Selma, but I think yeah, he comes back yeah. a second time, doesn't he? Yeah. Oh, I forgot about the second time. Great catch. <clears throat> You're welcome. Actually, yeah, you we just best. got up to episode 500 of The Simpsons. I watched it with the kids. Well, yeah, no. According 500. to this, there was only one, he only did one episode of The Simpsons. So he maybe that was the same that. one. Yeah, Kiss Kiss Bang Bangalore 2006. So that'd be pretty oh. close. Mm, when was this? Two thousand five. This episode was yeah, two thousand and five. So maybe February, he went yeah. and sixteen. Years maybe he ago. went and recorded the audio, and then by the time they drew it all and, and produced the episode, it came out in two thousand and six. Maybe. Yeah. Nice. Also, uh, the no, okay, yeah. Daniel Jackson is in full form in this episode. Like he gets all his lines out in a single sentence, no breath, <laughs> no punctuation whatsoever. Yeah. Is yeah. He is he's in fine up. form since he came <laughs> he back from so, like. <laughs> You cannot tell me like there's a Jack, I are the end of all your lines. And the director's got to come in and go, that was like the four episodes worth of lines. I feel like he needs, he needs like the typewriter ding at the end of every single one of his sentences. It's like Robert C. Cooper doesn't put any punctuation in his lines. So he just says it. He's like Ron Burgundy. Full Ron Burgundy's it. I'm character trait, Robert. Yeah. I've given myself headaches by not breathing for 36 sentences. And you're telling me that you just don't like punctuation? You my life. <laughs> that wig has to be like, look how ridiculous we can make this, right? No, it's- it was never like <laughs> any thought of ridiculous? making it good. Wait till Mobius in a few weeks. Well, I feel like it's the same wig, but it's just been left under a couch until that episode. <laughs> Where is that fucking wig? Oh, I found it here. Chuck it on. <laughs> And then I think they bring it back for continuum on the book sleeve. Oh, good spotting. Thanks. Uh, yeah, Simpsons, yeah, so- Fishing, Mary Steenburgen, and Parado. Color of Parado. <laughs> <laughs> I love so and good. all the stuff, like Joe lists off Jack's entire life. And Jack's like, first of all, Joe, I'm not terrible at ping pong. Yeah, that was classic Yeah. How that hard do you reckon annoying. they tried on this show? Not this episode, but just overall to get Mary Steenburgen oh, no. involved. It would have been amazing. Like, yeah. They would have made at least one call. Yeah. Uh, yeah, sure. yeah. Ted, Ted Danson's like, uh-uh, I'm not letting my wife anywhere near RDA. Mm-hmm. Ooh, yeah, <laughs> yeah, no calls. 
allow it. They did get her in uh, to do a cameo episode in the last season of um, The Good Place, though. Oh, thanks. Mary Spoiler alert. (laughs) Great. (laughs) Turns out she's God. Um, No. Oh, Oh, so she's not. Okay, you ruined it for me. You mean Ted Danson's not God? Oh, but, oh, oh fuck, I figured everything out. Oh, my God. <laughs> I was wrong. It was Mary Steenburgen all along. Uh, I mean, I'll make one up. All right. Now, watch watch the wife, what the she does. A little bit, little bit. Cut back on the storytelling. Yeah, you bit. ready? Watch what, what she does with her hands. Nothing. It's just, well, I've heard a few. What does she have? She's got a banana. And where does she put oh. it? Not everyone wants to hear she about Jack O'Neill and in SP1 the sink. every time they come in for a haircut. <laughs> Banana in the <laughs> sink. Banana in the sink. Oh my god. <laughs> Gary Jones. It's, it's happened. <laughs> it's happened. What the actual <laughs> No. <laughs> there was so much build up to the <laughs> so much. <laughs> we all spent time looking. For the listeners that don't recall, I think it's Gary Jones's Twitter feed. This is his Twitter profile. Banana uh, in the sink. A banana in a sink. Wow. Can you oh. can you believe it? I mean, and that's Jones. probably the photo from that episode. Yeah. yeah. I hope it is. I hope it is. Do you think someone, that is him someone... just slightly making fun of her? Like for what a bitch Charlene yeah. is? He's like that Someone's... dumb bitch in a brush coat <laughs> putting a banana in the sink. Someone's called him and said, oh, you wouldn't believe that the, 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 the chick that's playing Charlene. She had no idea what she was doing. She actually put the banana in the sink. He's like, take a photo. Take a photo and send it to me. I want to prove. Take a photo and send it to me. Email me. You can't text that shit. Making him a Twitter a- profile for yeah. 20 years. Yeah. <laughs> and at one stage, at one stage, an Australian podcast, one of their guys, through referencing Gary Jones's profile, he's going to rename his own handle to at banana in the sink. Yeah. Which the, I did for several weeks. Yeah. The, the top up being the fact that his wife's name almost sounds like banana if you pronounce it incorrectly. Yeah. That's how you remember it. Yeah. Because he's, he's done. Oh, have you done banana on the sink in your new house yet or what? No. Uh, <laughs> uh, well, we'll all just picture it. Yeah. You've been, oh, been, yeah. been too busy getting a couple of tweets off. Don't yeah. make a weird. <laughs> we peaked. I mean, in the podcast yeah, now, we've, we've peaked. peaked. It doesn't get better than that. We have peaked. Uh, now, I know this episode had to deal with like a seven-year time span, okay? And if, if you're going to cast a child actor, that you're going to have to deal with that. But like, mm. they were married to that same little uh, version of the kid for the first four years of the seven-year time span. Yeah, and then once it because it was seven years ago. And then the next time we saw a super come up, it was three years ago. But the memories and the shit that he was seeing, thanks to the stone, uh, Joe, were happening over a course of four years. And then it was like, bang, here's three years. And we're only pointing this out because, and now Joe's child will be played by a much older actor for the rest of the episode. <laughs> will now be played by Michael Shanks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Put me Andy. Andy. I can do this, Andy. I'm Andy. Andy. And I'm Andy. And Daniel. But I'm, looking I'm, at that, I'm looking at that kid that the older version going, Dad, coming here and he's just popping Pringles and eating chips, going, Dad, look at this. No, there's never an original thought anymore, right? And yeah. I'm looking at him with these like stupid long wig because he's a teenager. So he's a rebel and he's got long hair. And I'm like, I feel like Stone. this could have been teenage you. And you look like you have a face that if you were to cut your hair short, you could probably pass for an 11 year old or something the other one would have been. And mm. you would have been able to get away with using the same actor and just look like you'd aged them up. But I don't know. I just thought this kid has aged a lot in the space of six months. He went from being a <laughs> child to a, like a mid teenager. I mean, and- maybe he was like Benjamin Button and he was 15 all along because they did leave him on his own when they went garage sale shopping at 7 a.m. on a weekend. Mm, like, that's true. Where I reckon they would have taken him. They would have him in the car. They would have taken him and left him in the car because he would have been asleep. He was I reckon asleep, that, yeah. those type of parents. Yeah. Just left, left a banana in the passenger seat. Yeah. The, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, banana. Yeah. <laughs> it's a banana in the boot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
You got to climb Not through that little armrest hole <laughs> yeah. if you want to get. You got to work for it, obviously. Yeah, we're <laughs> gonna crack your, one that's window. That's your chore for today, you little Amish fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. Give me sash, you precocious little. Fuck. <laughs> eating that precocious. I have a note. Snakes in head, snakes in stomach. Oh, that's yeah, nice. Yeah, I think I remember that's how I like tried to describe Stargate to someone years ago when I was trying to get them into it while I was on. Yes. Like, but it's like really hard to explain, but they got, they've got like these alien snake worm things and the good guys, like some of them have them in their stomach, but some of them have it in their head and you just get looks at them. Yeah. You know, yeah. it sounds good. Yeah. Right? So yeah. these good, no, it's Goa Ould. Yeah. <laughs> it's Jaff. He's okay with Jaffa, so but he's good. really yeah. picking with Goa Ould. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're like, right. They're actually. not yeah. snake people. Yeah, yeah. How just can we just have one bad guy? No, like so it's so good. And given that it's uh, you know Cooper's credited for writing, I'm surprised. Like the the used car salesman in the in the um, barber chair didn't go. What about bugs? Have you thought about bugs for yeah. a bad guy? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Space bugs, because he wouldn't want to hang a lantern on his own shit riding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just appreciated um. This episode, you can rewatch it again because it goes off into that dark tangent, which I really appreciate. Where it's just like it's all good and fluffy, everyone likes SG One. Then they're kind of getting sick of it. Then ne- then it just gets next level. He's in the garbage, crying mm. over this stone, and then his wife wants to leave him. Like it just gets dark. Is that the dark origin of this story is that they received a fan letter from a guy whose wife left him because he wouldn't shut up about Stargate SG1 yeah. and trying Good. to get her into watching the show. Shouldn't have even married her. Okay, Br- Brendan, oh she doesn't like Stargate. Brendan, your mission should you choose to accept it is to rewrite the lyrics to Eminem's Stan to reflect this episode <laughs> <laughs> and present it during the uh, season That's wrap good. up and rankings. I like that. Yeah. Dear Dan. I could tell. <laughs> I'd love it if... Um, Dear General O'Neill. I'd love it if... But you still ain't told, Colin. I'd love it if, the end of this, if this episode ended with um, with uh, Joe just like driving off a bridge with his wife in the boot of his car. That would have been, <laughs> been dark. Yeah. I would have loved oh, that. Yeah. Too. That would have been Great. modern television. He's, like That would have yeah. been... That's the part you yeah. missed. Like the, the 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 last scene wasn't the actual last. The last scene was like the SWAT team getting out of Jack's big SUV and just like scooping her up and just like taking into a black side and waterboarding her for being a bitch. <laughs> and he moves to Antarctica just to sit on the chair just in case. Like, yeah. <laughs> That's his cushy yeah. job. I've got the gene. I've got the gene. Seriously, though, <laughs> like. How did like we saw him cut two different people's hair and he had two staff on the books? I just I can't yeah. understand his bit. No wonder his business was failing. The model just does not work. Yeah. And when um when true. old Gordy was like, Oh, I've put in a um request to the Piggly Wiggly, I would have been relieved. That's one less wage you've got to pay, mate. We never heard of the other bloke though. He just like was he was there and then all of a sudden old mate saying, Sorry, I've got to go work somewhere else. I'm like, what about, your, what about your other friend that was seemingly more loyal and has probably been there longer considering, what do you call him? Gordy. Gordy. He's, he's, he's like, I don't know, what is he, eight? Like, he looks so, he's so, he's so yeah. tiny. He's yeah, so he is. He said, yeah. yeah, no, the other guy only had room temperature IQ, so he wasn't working anywhere else. You know? <laughs> well, and the only person's hair you saw him cut was his wife's. So. Yeah. One, you could do this at home. <laughs> I get you wanted to come in and hear the stories. <laughs> come on. <laughs> I feel like the, the postman was there more than any customers were. Yeah, they really trusted that postman. Like, he's like, oh, here's a letter from the Air Force. Now nah, you read it. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it just commit a federal offense. Here, you read it. Like, <laughs> that that no goes problem. against everything that posting would be taught. Like, he's like, no, legally, I actually can't do this. <laughs> yeah. And this is also a federal, a federal letter. Like, I, I'm breaking both laws here. No, no, you read it. That douchey... Um, car salesman though like that like what was the point in the line where he's like oh. i can feel the selling power in my hand someone's gonna i'm gonna sell someone a car they don't need <laughs> like if yeah if, that had no bearing on the story whatsoever if that, i was a struggling was, uh... actor as as a fan of stargate if i was a struggling actor and they said look the only part we have for you to ever be in stargate is fred the used car salesman i would say pass 
Oh, like between shit. getting to be in Star, just any episode of Stargate and being that character, I'd, I'd pass. I'd pass on it. That's a big call. Yeah. That's, that's a much, big that's call. Because I, I reckon I'd act the shit out of that. Do you, I reckon Charlene was Fred. Ooh. Yeah, he yeah that makes having sense. Having that, that power in his hands to give people what they don't want. Yeah. Yeah, right. <laughs> she didn't want it, but uh, she yeah. got it. You didn't want it. Yeah, yeah. And you he, know, use car salesman. And, and he's was, just like slips the money into his pocket. He was sick of hearing Joe's story, so he goes, "What am I going to do to get back at him?" You know, his wife. Yeah, Mark he's happier. Told. Mute me now. I'm done. He's dating Samantha <laughs> Carter. <laughs> yeah, in his own head. He's like, yeah. "No, we're happy. We're perfectly yeah. happy together." <laughs> I I do wish kind of Terrell was uh, like, sorry, Doctor Fraser. I kind of wish she was still alive so that she could have met Joe. That would have been fun. He would have hit on her without. Yeah. Oh, he, yeah. he would have been gone. One milligram of epi. <laughs> Stat in my pants. And he could have went and become Cassandra's stepdad. Oh, boom. Oh, oh shit. shit. Yeah. And then the real battle is, well, like his his son and Cassandra now have to get along. Get it on. Yeah, that's and then they have an affair, yeah. and it's like, oh, it's and they not... make step step and brother like, and sister porn. What am I, yeah. Amish? Oh. And she's like, well, guess what? I'm telepathic, and snaps his neck. Yeah. Oh, uh, telekinesis. Yeah. Oh yeah, sorry, telekinetic. Sorry. Yeah, there's also not enough sex involved in that scenario, Matthew. We need to. We need to have. Oh, that's that's of... while she's writing. Oh, right, like yeah, praying yeah, yeah. mantis style. Like yeah, yeah, just, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's while she's writing him, and like her boyfriend from um from that episode, rite of passage, is like. Oh yeah. He's he's getting um what do you call it um pegged I believe is the term. <laughs> um, oh, you believe you had to just think about that for a second. I believe yeah, that was. Uh, uh, Doctor Sadler. Uh, I, I think believe it's pegged. <laughs> yeah. Pegged. As, as the kids say, I believe the kids are calling it pegging. Um, yeah. So she yeah she snaps Andy's neck while while that's happening. Got more notes? Yeah. Quick. Why was the Air Force in the phone book? Why was the Air Force in the phone book when oh, he was ringing? Right. Why point. was? <laughs> yeah. They were just great in a, a top secret. Hi, is this Cheyenne Mountain? Yeah, you know Jack O'Neill? Yeah. Yeah. What do you want? Well, can you confirm he's real? Would you want to hand him a message or what? Like, yeah. it's a top secret installation. It totally is. I mean, if, if I just Google the Australian Air Force, they have sure, a one, that word wrong. They have a one three one number. Can you just call that and ask if Jack O'Neill's there? <laughs> Thirteen nineteen oh one. Just uh... yeah, that's how you that they that's how they solicit you if you want to join. I've seen those ads. <laughs> All right, that is episode one hundred and eighty of Get Into Gate, uh, Citizen Joe, and uh, look a little bit of everything on tonight's episode. To be honest, like we said at the top, it's a bit of a nothing chat. Uh, it's a bit of a nothing episode. It was not a nothing chat. I don't know what we didn't cover, but if we didn't cover it tonight, it probably wasn't mm. worth covering. So thank you to everyone for bringing yeah. their A game. <laughs> oh, oh, man. Th- thank you. Good luck editing this. <laughs> yeah. Good luck. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, behind the scenes, we're recording this midweek and I might need until the weekend and just be editing it over and over and over again. <laughs> and <laughs> somehow send it off to the podcast boards for some kind of approvals and uh, check with the lawyers and, yeah, we'll trim this bad boy down to a solid eight minutes, I reckon, and it'll be uh, <laughs> <laughs> it'll be really safe. It'll be really safe. So, uh, all right, you can uh, catch us back next week. What are we talking, Maddie and Stargate Atlantis? I have no uh, idea what's I coming. I believe out next. the Brotherhood. Oh yeah, written by Giro. Oh, your favorite, excellent. Oh. So we go from Cooper to Giro. Fucking Giro. Fucking Giro. Well, that to look forward to episode 181 back again next week and in the meantime you can catch us on the socials uh, facebook twitter and instagram uh, at get into gate a stargate podcast drop us a line get into gate at gmail.com or does any podcast you've missed in the past just search get into gate a stargate podcast on your favorite mm. podcasting outlet we're probably on it and if any google it will improve the algorithm and yeah, if do you it. don't want to be just some average citizen joe join yeah. our oh. patreon Yes. See yeah. what he did there. And it was oh, brilliant. Shout out to the Patreon family. We get into gate. They've been good sports. You got us, fam. You got us, fam. <laughs> yeah. I did I just realized you get like emails. <laughs> Do you? <laughs> I didn't know you got emails with this thing. I was like, look, you've got 122 unanswered emails from these people. Like, who are these people? Oh, it's you. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's we sometimes got many in the like, last month or two. You get it like 20 past one on like a Sunday morning and someone's like, sure, I've had a few drinks, but I've had a few thoughts. And then it's like six pages of Stargate breakdown and our <laughs> podcast. It's excellent. It's actually brilliant reading. Quick little shout out to one of our newest patrons, Joseph Weaver. Welcome, buddy. <laughs> there was a, a couple of weeks ago, I think you, uh, Harry, Patreon, did the big has. And I'm like, wouldn't it be great if his middle name was Matthew? Harry Matthew, the big has Matt. <laughs> oh, shit. Well, Wouldn't that be amazing? There, that would be great. <laughs> you are a true dad now. You're a true Thank dad. You. Like the kids didn't do it. No. Has Matt too. That, yeah. Has Matt level four. Do you know what that means? No, Me neither. Don't go in there or you'll <laughs> die. <laughs> it's pretty bad. I'm guessing it's pretty bad. I don't know. It was a throwback to some. We said something yeah, about yeah. Hazmat's once. Mop three yeah. versus Mop three. That's right. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Otherwise, individually, you can uh, catch me, Mitch underscore Lewis, on Twitter and Instagram or following me on the street. Maddie, where you at? At High Pitch Maddie. Brendan. I'm at. And a banana in my sink. <laughs> and a banana in the sink. <laughs> underscore banana. <laughs> and uh, Jaws, where can we find Daddy? Jaws underscore TV or just dark, Google Daddy and I'll be there. You picture you in your don't, don't, skin don't panties. Google Joss Daddy. Joss Whedon's already had a hard enough time, all right? Yeah, <laughs> Google it. Google it. I promise good things. <laughs> yeah. Daddy J- promises good things. J-O-Z-P-M. Oh. Oh. Underscore Speedo. Get into Geek.